catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm like the only guy in Calgary not wearing a cowboy hat. And while most guys look like Howdy Doody, you're literally, what do they say? You're soaking your environment or whatever. You become part of your environment. So then I get a photo in the cowboy hat and people are saying, well, take off your dress shoes. You need boots. you got a weak belt buckle. You need a belt and buckle. I'm like, no, how, how about no? Well, unless you want to pay for some cowboy boots for me, which I'm pretty sure you don't. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is. Happy Tuesday, Canada. And our friends around the world, particularly the USA, uh, it is the RP Show. It's episode number 797 of your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. And as usual, we are emanating from the Grey Eagle Resort and Casino stage bar in lovely and beautiful and sunny and warm Calgary, Alberta. Can I say... Day five of the Calgary Stampede as well is where we are broadcasting from as we bring in uh, from Lake Country our co-host and boss Darren Moose Dupont. I got a lot of fun things to get to with you Moose here in this warm-up in the quick six. Our guests today by the way we got some NHL guys Dave Poulin from TSN the Flyers and Bruins great and from Sportsnet Winnipeg Sean Reynolds to talk about uh, well he's a very busy guy at the draft and free agency opening I guess it's tomorrow now, Moose. Hey, do you feel like the days are going by fast? Is the summer going by too fast for you? Way too fast. We've had such a great start to it already, but it feels like it's just getting started, and all of a sudden, you know, we're gearing up for August already. It's, yeah, it could could slow down a little bit. Yes. uh, Well, hey, take it one moment at a time. I know that you've had a fantastic morning because you were out paddle boarding in the middle of the lake. If people go and check my social media, both uh, Rod Peterson Official on Instagram or the Rod Peterson Show, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, you'll see that uh, I was out here at the Pancake Breakfast at Great Eagle Resort and Casino. It was packed. And I got to be honest, dude. Uh, you know this, but the viewers don't. The Gray Eagle folks were saying to me yesterday, hey, why don't, why don't you get the Flames people on? And I said, how and why would I do that? And why would Rich Sutter be calling me when he knows I'm on television at 10.02 a.m. Mountain? <laughs> Anyways, I said, how and why would I get the Calgary Flames people on? And they said, because they're staying here at the hotel, the Flames Prospects Camps over at Seven Chiefs Arena. I didn't even know. There's so much going on. Energy, vibe, pulse. It's uh, very exciting, man, and I'm so happy to be here because people had written in and said, don't you want to be at Touchdown Atlantic? I, I guess, but I mean, I've, for 20 years, I w- I've been at Touchdown Atlantic. It's another football game. Yeah. 
It's going to be fun for the people that are there, but I want to try something new, and this is it. (laughs) It's been a blast. Anyways, the people are writing in with what they would like us to talk about. 797 shows. They don't understand yet that this is our time, the Quick 6 show topics. Can you hit the horn, please, uh, Director Jordan, and let's get into it. Thank you. Number one, and for those, dude, this is where it's going. And you've been around me enough to realize it. This is our 15th week uh, here at Grey Eagle. Some guy said to me, you're from Calgary and you've never been to the Stampede? How does that work? And I'm like, so many people are just starting to figure out who we are, let alone what this show's about. So the, the quick stick show topics are what are important to me, not maybe necessarily what you'll see on SportsCenter. Okay, <laughs> number one is, right, is the Garrett Marino situation out of the Canadian Football League. I got to start there. And then we'll get to the hockey for the, for the puckheads out there. The CFL made it clear Monday that they're not a fan of Garrett Marino's reckless play and behavior. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders defensive lineman was hit with three separate suspensions for his on-field conduct against the Ottawa Red Blacks Friday night, including two games for a dangerous and reckless hit on Ottawa quarterback Jeremiah Masoli and a one-game suspension for verbal comments made about Masoli's heritage. That is right in the news release that came from the Canadian Football League. This is the harshest discipline of all time in the CFL. Did you see Naylor on SportsCenter? I watched it. Dave Naylor saying the longest suspension was two games. This is double the longest suspension in CFL history for this guy. So the CFL isn't fooling around. But you kind of wonder, Moose, and I'm wondering where you are on the racist thing. This is, they're never going to please everybody. Obviously, I don't need to quote Ricky Nelson again. You got to please yourself. Four games is harsh. I got to say, I think the CFL got it right. Um, send them to sensitivity training. Maybe they should do that. That wouldn't hurt. Just don't see that anywhere in the news release. Send them to racial sensitivity training. Maybe they are. What do you think about the four games? Four games was was good. Um, you know, people were calling for the season and. You know, to put it in perspective, you're right. You know, two games was the longest. This is double the longest suspension in league history. This is a statement suspension. So, you know, people have talked about Simone Lawrence a lot, you know, in this past week uh, since the incident. And, you know, every other player, including Simone, anybody who's been suspended is now put on notice that they're going to be cracking down not only on the hits, but the off-field stuff, too, or the other stuff that goes along with it, the, the racial slur or whatever he said. You know, I don't know Garrett Marino, so for me to call him a racist would be wrong because I don't know him. I've never spent any time with him. I've never talked to him. But if they're suspending him a game for saying something about Masoli's heritage, then they're pretty confident he said it. And so, you know, I think the suspension's bang on. If, they, if he said that and he's, you know, making these hits and it's happening again and again, I, I'm good with the suspension. Yeah, and it's funny, I've seen this on social media, people have said, if it wasn't the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, if it was any other team, would there be this furor over it? Um, I don't know if the sky was blue, would we wear, or it wasn't blue, would we wear different clothes? It is what it is, who cares? You know what I'm saying there, like, yeah, is it a bigger to-do because it's the Rough Riders? If this guy played for the Hamilton Tiger Cats, would the country care? I don't know, it doesn't matter, this is what it is. And it's four games, so I think the CFL got it right. But 
They're basically admitting that he made racial comments and they're giving him one game for it. And, and the, the one thing that I've seen on social media is one game for being a racist. <laughs> that doesn't seem to jive. But whatever. It's not my league. Are we done on this? You want to move on? I'm okay with it. I'm sure the viewers aren't, but we can come back. If they can, they can all... Uh, that's what we got the text line for, for your comments. 902-518-3033. Uh, we're have, it's the coffee sessions, what we do every day. Or you can jump into the comments section, too, on, on uh, YouTube if you're watching there. But the one interesting thing... And there's another way that the CFL got it right. Nowhere does it say we're suspending him because he acted like a jerk on his way off the field. Because <laughs> you heard that from so many people. Ryder fans weren't upset about the hit. Oh, my God, we've had dirty players before. No, it's acting like an asshole on his way off the field. That's what we have a problem with. When did that become a thing? Ever, Darren, ever. The only punishment you can bring on a guy for the way he acts going off the field is... Not buying jerseys. You're not going to buy his jersey. You know, that's the only way to kind of settle that, right? I mean, it does go to maybe, you know, telling the story of his intent or non-intent to injure, but it still comes back to the play and what he said um, to Masoli, and that's it. Yeah, I'm such a squirrel. Clearly so too is Rich Sutter. He's like, I apologize. I was out for a bike ride when you called earlier. Well, now I'm on the air. You know that. You know you can't swing a bag of cats without hitting a sutter in this province. You know that, right? That's right. <laughs> I, never get, I never get tired of saying that. Oh, and by the way, when you said the jerseys, can I just say, you know how I do in South Florida. Here's what they're saying on South Florida radio today. Well, yes. we'll change that. Here's what they're saying on Calgary radio today. All those kids with 13 Goudreau jerseys, what are they going to do with their jerseys? He's leaving. Which reminds me, let me get into... Point two is NHL free agency, and I guess what I have here is the Toronto Maple Leafs have acquired veteran goalie Matt Murray, a third-round selection in the 2023 NHL draft, and a seventh-round pick next year from the Ottawa Senators in exchange for future considerations. Ottawa will retain 25% of Murray's salary. The 28-year-olds played in 246 regular season games with Ottawa and the Penguins over the course of his seven-year career. Uh, meanwhile, forward Jenny Melkin has played 16 seasons for the Pittsburgh Penguins and during that time has won three Stanley Cups, the Hart and Conn Smythe. And for the first time, now he's decided to test the open market and become an NHL free agent when it opens tomorrow. I see Berkey now uh, quoted as denying Brian Burke saying, we offered him four years. Somebody said we didn't. We did. We tried to make him a deal. Melkin wants out. Uh, it feels like a stage five gong show in the National Hockey League right now. We'll start to get some clearance, uh, some clarity tomorrow when free agency opens. Um, but just to go back to the Matt Murray thing, our poll question today relates to that. Um, can the Toronto Maple Leafs win a Stanley Cup with Matt Murray as their goaltender. That is their poll question. That is our poll question today. I voted no because they've had Hall of Fame goalies go through there. They haven't been able to win a Stanley Cup with. And and I understand those teams were coming off the best season, I guess, in Leafs history, regular season-wise anyways. Here's the poll. 79% saying no, the Leafs can't win a Stanley Cup with Matt Murray in goal. Now, the Avalanche proved this year, with all due apologies to the Darcy Kemper family, you can win a Stanley Cup with just a little above average goaltending, or even two goalies. So I'm not to say they can't do it, 
but I did vote no. How do you feel about that question and the move of Matt Murray? I'd probably vote yes, but the poll's interesting because people, the poll would probably be the exact same results if the question was, do you think the Leafs can win a Stanley Cup with Martin Brodeur in goal, in his prime, right? They just don't think the Leafs can win a Stanley Cup, and they're probably right. Um, Matt Murray's won two Stanley Cups, and we're quick to discard him right away. I mean, he's obviously proven he can win a Stanley Cup now, playing with Latang and Sidney Crosby and Jenny Malkin. I mean, there's all of that. Um, but he was spectacular. Now, can he get back there? I don't know. It's pretty low risk. I mean, it's it's four million bucks. Um, it gets it gets cap space off the books in in Pittsburgh, and they get some assets. I think you're okay because you have enough firepower up front. And if it's not working, then you can try and and uh, solve it. But you know, I think they can, but it's not an overly confident trade for Leaf fan. Yeah, well, John Massey, my frenemy in Edmonton watching Oilers fan, he says the Leafs went from a slightly above average goalie in Campbell and miraculously figured out how to downgrade. Go, Dubas, go! <laughs> I know, right? Again, I'm no dummy. I watch Sports Center. Darren Dreger said they're not done. The Leafs aren't done. They're going to try and find another goalie. Uh, from BW in Edmonton says, I'm waiting to see Rod take a trip around the racetrack in a chuck wagon pulled by four thoroughbred horses. <laughs> Hashtag squirrel moment. Um, can I say it again? I'm not Super Dave Osborne. Okay? You guys trying to put me in a damn race car, jump out of a, go skydiving, ride a chuck wagon? I'm good. I'm old. I just like to watch from the uh, sidelines. From Andrew Stout in the YouTube chat, here's my take as a man of color. If they suspended for that, then it is correct, as you said, Rod. It is now on the riders. Did they do anything? We can only control what we can control. And he's speaking of people of color. That's the point. Oh, man. And I know society could sit and talk about this forever. We've been through this in the pandemic for two plus years and all the different, uh, you know, the COVID people and the uh, obviously the Black Lives Matter people, people talk about this forever. I'm not sure necessarily that I really want to with Garrett Marino, but Andrew states it very well. The CFL has said you make racist comments, you get a one game suspension. Now they've set a precedent here. And now for the Rough Riders, uh, how do they look? How do they look employing a gentleman that's been found guilty of this? Uh, By the way, our NHL coverage, check that, our CFL coverage for Edo Japan, from hand-rolled sushi to bento box meals made with their famous teriyaki sauce, Edo Japan's menu has something for everyone, even though I order the same thing every time I go. Our NHL coverage is for Bronco Plumbing and Heating. To schedule maintenance or to learn more about our services, call 306-781-2090 or visit us at broncoplumbing.com. Point three was NHL goalie carousel. I I just love this. There's more teams that need goalies than there are free agent available goalies. So that market goes, boop, it's just like houses. And uh, as a member of the goalie union, I'm, I'm here for it. You go, guys. Soak them while you can. 
Uh, point four, I want to say this while we have time in this segment. The Philadelphia Phillies, who dropped a 6-1 decision to the St. Louis Cardinals Monday, will head to Toronto tonight for a two-game series against the Blue Jays without J.T. Realmuto, the highest-paid catcher in the majors, Alec Bohm, Aaron Nola, and Kyle Gibson. Those players have not been vaccinated for COVID-19. The four players will be placed on the restricted list and forfeit two days of pay as outlined in their CBA. I hope I said the catcher's name right. Rail Muto, did I say that right, Clark? Either way, I'm reading the USA Today this morning before I had my pancakes. Actually, I didn't have pancakes. The lineup was too long, Moose. Leaders eat last, as you know. But I'm like, yes. why are we still talking about this? The guy made a choice. Let's let him live. He makes 24 to $26 million a year. He's going to forfeit a quarter million to not play these two games because he doesn't want to get a shot. His choice. Why are we ripping this guy? Everybody's ripping him. I'm so over it. Are you? Yeah, I, I'm over it too. And here's the thing. He made a choice, but the league also said you're going to forfeit the two days of salary too, right? It's not like he's saying, I'm not going to get vaccinated and you got to pay me my money and I, I deserve to play. They set the rules, right, on what it's going to be, and he made a choice. That's all you can ask for is set an expectation and make a choice. He made his choice. And he now has to live with the consequences uh, of being out some money. Here's me, old man yells at clouds. How many times have I threatened to cancel my USA Today subscription because the columnist is writing, he's being selfish by his team's in a wild card chase drive right now, and he's not going to play. So he's put his team in a bad position because he won't get it. So what? That's his choice i got to just shut up and cancel my subscription. Because <laughs> I, I become that guy. But the team knows. The, right? the team knows, okay Rod. With it. Why, I mean, do you, it, why do you, as a writer from the USA Today, get so pissed off about it if the team's okay with it? Right? Well, well, it's like, I'll relate it back to us. You tell me that, you know, coming up, uh, let's just say, uh, you know, Christmas time, you know, you're taking two weeks off. Right? Your choice. I know the ratings are going to go down. It's going to hurt the show, right? But you know what? We know it's going to happen, so we plan for it, and we move on. You know, the team knew he wasn't going to be able to play these games, so they have to have a plan. Right. We're halfway through the Quick 6 show topics. We'll be right back with more. Tiger at the British Open. Hey, we got uh, Canadian Premier League uh, action here in town tonight, and we'll go back to the hockey stuff and the CFL stuff. We're just getting rolling it's the RP Show. You're watching on the Game Plus Television Network. We're live streaming on YouTube as well, and you can always catch the podcast at your favorite podcatcher, including Apple, Stitcher, Amazon, Google, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Day five of the Calgary Stampede at hand. Lots going on out here. And by the way, gear up, Alberta. The World Juniors are back in Edmonton this summer from August 9th to the 20th. Single game tickets are on sale now from just $40. Go to HockeyCanada.ca. Talking about that Garrett Marino situation, the longest suspension in the history of the CFL. A couple of games for hitting Jeremiah Masoli in the knees, one game for racial comments or comments about Masoli's heritage, which, by the way, is... That's not a racist comment. What is? 
Jeff, the Stamps fan, says the Riders have created a mess how this has been handled. They have basically called the accuser a liar. Uh, let's bring... Let's bring Moose back in. Aaron at Edmonton writes in, and he says, Give me the soccer talk, Rod. Uh, I will. Just hang on to the sports update. And I don't know if Lee Genier, our CEO, always watching or not, Bob, or not, but I'm looking for a date to go to the soccer game tonight. Moose, you let me down. You never, were you in town when the Cavalry was playing? How is, it that you didn't, how is it that you didn't go to a Cavalry game? I don't understand. I know. One, there was one game I could have went to that I was in town for. And you and I had gone out for the day, and so I had some personal things I wanted to take care of, and I, you know, I spent the morning. So we went to Smitty's, I think, and out to the mountains and did our day, and then I wanted to, I needed some time, so never ended up going to the game. Right. So, right, that's exactly what it was. So anyway, I'll talk a little more about it tomorrow. Halifax Wanderers in town taking on the Cavalry. I'm into it, man. Can I just say this? This is what I was thinking about this morning. I'm sitting there brushing my teeth. I'm like, why would they schedule a soccer game in the middle of the Calgary Stampede? <clears throat> Come to a soccer game with me. Pretty sure the people there aren't going to a rodeo. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Two very different. Yeah. I might not even be aware that the Stampede's on. I'm not joking. Uh, well, we come from that mentality that, you know, there's a rider game on. Why would you schedule anything else? Because everybody's going. Well, Calgary's almost 1.4 million people. There's a lot to go around. Yes, and I'm having so much fun learning it. Uh, and by the way, Aaron in Edmonton says, never have so many brand new cowboy hats been in the same place at once. Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, you saw my photo from the pancake breakfast this morning. Uh, it's on all over my social media with the cowboy hat that I bought for $150. I don't mind saying, if I'm going to buy something, I'm going to buy something nice. And I'm going to wear it and use it. And now I got people writing me saying, Whoa, do you want to borrow my hat? Or sorry, do you want to borrow my Western shirt? These are media guys like Doug Dirks, the CBC legend. You want to borrow my, my shirt? Grant Jennings, the two-time Stanley Cup winning uh, Pittsburgh Penguins defenseman. He's like, do you want my Roper Cowboy shirt? I'm like, what, to fit in? I've never <laughs> wanted or needed to fit in. That's never been my thing. Um, I bought a cowboy hat because it looked like fun. And dang nabbit, it is. So, anyways, back, back to the task at hand. Let's get this thing out of the ditch. Point five, Tiger Woods was back on the old course at St. Andrews on Monday morning for nine holes, keeping up with an unusually busy schedule given the state of his battered right leg. Tiger walked the course with a wedge and putter on Saturday and played 18 holes on Sunday. Tiger also had the celebration of champions, a four-hole loop with other champions through the years. He's a two-time champion at St. Andrews, uh, where this might be the last time he plays it. He first played in 1995 as an amateur. So I'm putting that in there for the golf fans. Uh, they're talking about how difficult that this course is. How much time are you going to spend around the television set this weekend watching the British Open? British Open? I'll probably watch a, a bit for sure. I enjoy watching it because um, it's one of the majors. So, you know, always paying attention. And uh, when Tiger's around, it just captures everybody's attention. So I'll be following for sure. I mean, I won't watch every hole and I won't watch four or five hours a day, but I'll be, uh, it'll be on, you know, in the house and I'll be watching it. 
I apologize for being somewhat distracted. I got to put my phone. Now I got the the local all sports radio station calling me. I'm pretty sure I didn't double book an interview to go on there, knowing that I was going to be on the air here. So what did Bob Cole say? Everything is happening. Right. That's right. Uh, Arlen, That's right. Arlen Bruce. Well, and my sixth point, by the way, was simply Canadian Premier League soccer tonight. And it is Halifax Wanderers at the Calgary Cavalry. But listen, I appreciate the viewers all across this land slowly allowing an old dog here to learn some new tricks, i.e. I go to the Canadian Premier League website, canpl.ca, and it's got, as does the CEBL, what we for our entire lives would have had the road team on this side, Halifax at Calgary. It's reversed, right? It's a soccer thing. You turn on the television, and you don't know where the damn game is because it's got Montreal. It would look like it's at L.A., but I'm like, that stadium's in Montreal. Why do they got to jerk us around? Why is it so cool? That's what we do in Europe. Yeah, well, you're not in Europe, bruh. That ticks me off. Well, you and I almost went to the stadium. Man, that would have sucked to get there and it's empty because they were actually in Edmonton. We thought it was in Calgary based on the way it showed the schedule. Um, we figured it out, luckily, before the game. But, uh, yeah, it's, it, it is weird and it's going to take some getting used. Uh, okay. Those are our show topics. From I think I'm going to turn it over to the viewers now. I'll tell you that Dave Poulin's coming up in the next segment from TSN, the Flyers and Bruins great, and Sean Reynolds in the next segment, Sportsnet Winnipeg. Um, so to the viewers, they really, and I get it, and if you're talking about it, we're talking about it. Dougal Cameron in Calgary says if the Riders had any guts, they would do the right thing and cut Marino themselves. Can't believe they haven't. Well, apparently the head coach was on the radio yesterday, Craig Dickinson, saying we're suspending him a game. We're going to not wait for what the league says. We're going to suspend him one game. And then, boom, a couple hours later, kabong, four games. Frankly, that makes the Riders' punishment look pretty damn weak, doesn't it? So it's like that is just band-aiding a solution. Uh, he, again, they lead the league in sacks by over 10 more sacks than the next team. I was looking it up. Their run defense, I think it's like 78 yards a game they're allowing, which is a full 10 yards on average per game better than the second team in run defense. Marino is a great player. That's why he's on the team. You have to understand the riders don't care. Now, will they bend to public pressure and cut this guy? They might because this is the team that took Gainer the Gophers stuffed Tiger away because somebody complained. Soft as margarine. How about that? It's been in the cupboard for a week. So, <coughs> I, I don't think we've heard the last of this. I don't think we've heard the last of this. Yeah, I don't think we have either. I really don't. And when it comes to the riders' punishment, I you know applaud Craig Dickinson for coming out and saying, look, at, even if the league doesn't suspend him, he's going to sit a game. And that ended up matching with what the league suspended Marino for, for the racial uh, slur or for talking about Masoli's heritage. Um, I don't think you're going to spend your own player for a bad hit necessarily, but you would for conduct like that. 
allegations of racism. But it was also easy to do because you knew he was going to miss at least a week. Like the odds in Vegas on him getting suspended for at least one week, you wouldn't have won any money. Like that's a slam dunk as slam dunk can be. So saying you're going to suspend him for a week really doesn't mean much because that was going to happen anyway. So we'll see what happens now. You know, I'm of the belief that you got to look at the guy in the eyes, you know, man to man as a player on your team and decide, is this a guy that we want on our team? Is this a guy who understands that you can't say these things and it's wrong and he's willing to grow? And you got to make decisions based on what you find out. NHL talk coming up with Dave Poole in next segment. TSN NHL Insider and also Sean Reynolds in hour two. Uh, for now, it's July. They want to talk ball and Jack Fulton in uh, Vulcan, Alberta. Says, so Nick Arbuckle is heading back to Ottawa. One man's tragedy is another man's opportunity. We should spend a minute on that. We've never had Jeremiah Masoli on this show, but and this is the guy who's, I, my, I'm guessing his season's probably over, thanks to Garrett Marino. Um, public enemy number one, clearly, in Ottawa's Garrett Marino. But Nick Arbuckle, for whatever reason, is the odd man out in Edmonton. They clearly weren't settled on him going into the season. We were at the game in Edmonton last week. He didn't start the game. He came in. He didn't finish the game. He just clearly isn't Chris Jones' guy. But we've seen Arbuckle in action. We've seen him win games. But it was with Calgary where they say the Stampeders are a system team. And, uh, well, I don't think Bo Levi's a system quarterback. It's a pretty good system with a lot of talent around. So we're going to find out, I guess, what Nick Arbuckle's made for. Made of. Just because Chris Jones didn't want him, nor for that matter Toronto and Ottawa before, doesn't mean that he's not a quality player. My God, you think Shane Wright's got a chip on his shoulder because Montreal didn't take him number one? Wah. If anybody's got a reason to have a chip on their shoulder, it's Nick Arbuckle. He should be sponsored by McDonald's or Old Dutch. The amount of chips he's got on his shoulders going into Ottawa. Is it going to be enough, Moose, to win games, though, do you think? That's yet to be seen. You know, Paul LaPolice and Nick Arbuckle, we'll see how that works, right, and and, and where it goes. Um, but look, it, he's in the Canadian Football League, and he's been around on multiple teams. He keeps sticking around because he has talent. You don't stick around in professional football at any level unless you have talent. Now, for Arbuckle, it, it might be more about fit and scheme than anything. So can the Ottawa Red Blacks put Nick Arbuckle in positions to have success? That's what we'll wait and find out. When he finds the right system and the right fit for him with the right people around him, he, his career could take off. But he is running out of option. We're pulling for him. No doubt. And Lapo over there. Come on, get a win for the Gipper. Ottawa. Moose, we'll see you in hour two. You bet. A sports update. The Toronto Blue Jays enter a six-game homestand tonight focused on making up lost ground in the American League East standings. The Jays, 1-9 and nine in their last 10. And losers of four straight host the Philadelphia Phillies at Rogers Center. Righty Jose Barrios will be on the mound for Toronto. Mets slugger Pete Alonso is aiming to become the first player to win the All-Star Home Run Derby three consecutive times against a field that includes the Cardinals' Albert Pujols and the Braves' Ronald Acuna Jr., 
The New York first baseman is one of eight participants in the July 18th Derby at Dodgers Stadium. Boston Red Sox lefty Chris Sale will make his season debut when he starts against Tampa at the Trop tonight. Sale's been out with a fracture in his right rib cage. And the Maple Leafs' pursuit of Matt Murray ended Monday. The 28-year-old Sins netminder is leaving the nation's capital and moving to Toronto. The Leafs acquired Murray, a third-round pick next year, and a seventh-round pick in 2024 for futures. Canada injured 40 Celsius degree temperatures and solved a packed Costa Rica defense Monday night, winning 2-0 to clinch first place in Group B ahead of the knockout rounds at the CONCACAF W Championship. Jesse Fleming and Sophie Schmidt scored beautiful goals as Canada improved to 3-0 at the eight-team women's super tournament in Guadalupe, Mexico. This sports update for Edo Japan from hand-rolled sushi to bento box meals made with their famous teriyaki sauce. Edo Japan's menu has something for everyone. We're going to talk some NHL next with Dave Poole and stick around. We're live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It's day five of the Calgary Stampede. The entire schedule and tickets are available at calgarystampede.com. By the way, speaking of tickets... Edmonton is hosting the world this summer. The World Juniors back from August 9th to the 20th at Rogers Place. Get your tickets today or better yet, enter our contest. Uh, contest. Text World Juniors, all caps, right now to our number on the screen, 902-518-3033. To be entered to win any regular tournament World Juniors game tickets of your choice. Two winners will be picked every Friday. We're pleased to partner with the World Junior Hockey Championship coming up in Edmonton next month. Okay, talking hockey, Dave Poulin joins us, uh, TSN NHL insider. And Pooley, I tell you what, how much are you enjoying the anxiety and the gossip going around with free agency opening tomorrow, man? Is this the wildest year ever, or does it just seem that way? No, I think it is so far, Rod, and I, and I think it's – a lot of factors are involved here. Um, there's a cumulative buildup to this cap compression for sure. And you're in, you know, the third year of a flat cap through the pandemic that's causing some of the moves. There's a dozen new coaches in the NHL. So you've hired a new coach last week. He's going to have an opinion on some of your players. He's going to have an opinion on somebody that might be available in the free agent market. Some of the guys he's coached. Now think of that overlap. Now think they're just all starting to add assistance. So even in Tampa, John Cooper added Jeff Blaschel this morning. Now, what's going to happen there, you know, in terms of just communication? Communication has to be at an all-time high right now. And you have a chance in the next couple of days to rebuild some portion of your hockey club. And it may be the third line. It may be the fourth line. It may be the third defense pair. It may be somebody you've liked since junior who you now see is available. Somebody didn't you know, usher a qualifying offer. And we're seeing some real surprises there. Or you may just be watching Chicago, Rod, and thinking, what are they going to do next? And there is a lot going on right now. 
Okay, I want your take on that, actually. I'm glad you brought that up because we had uh, Jason Greger on here yesterday from TSN Radio Edmonton, and he said Chicago's not tanking to get Connor Bedard. There's a lottery. They can't. He goes, they're just scrapping it and doing a full-on rebuild. Is that what you see in Chicago? It is. It is. And I know in some of the management, the new management team there, there's some baseball influence, Rod. And when I saw this happening, this looked to me more, more like a baseball strip down than it did a hockey strip down. I know, you know, at least at least one, if not a couple of people were involved with the Cubs. And, and so they've been through some things. There may have been some Theo Epstein involved there. And but the, the non-qualifying offers that really stood out were Dylan Strom and Dominic Kubelik. And then, of course, when you're trading a 21 year old in Kirby Dock. And a 24-year-old in Alex Dabrinkit has got 160 goals in the National Hockey League. Eyebrows are certainly raised. And, and you know, let's let's start with the 21-year-old Kirby Dock, who missed a good portion of the one season because he broke his hand in the World Juniors. And so then you start to hear murmurs. And, you know, you talk to a lot of people in the hockey world. And well, you know, there may be some questions about his hockey sense. And I say, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's 21 years old. If you're thinking that there may be questions about his hockey sense because he doesn't quite know what Patrick Kane is doing on the ice. That could be the most unfair assessment there is because Patrick Kane is a magical player, but what a challenge he'd be to play with to try and think on his level, Ron. And, you know, I liken it to during the 87 Canada cup. Um, you know, I, I get to the rink one day and I, I'm skating on a line with Gretz. And I'm like, oh boy, oh boy, like, what is this going to be? I'm on left wing and I'm, I'm skating with Gretzky. I remember coming back to the bench and saying to Anderson and Messier sitting on the bench. And I go, guys, I got no idea what he's doing out there. And Mess laughed. He goes, neither do we. Isn't it great? <laughs> and you just don't pick up and play with guys like that. So if that's one of the knocks on Kirby Doc. Um, you know, I'm willing to work through some things if I'm Montreal for a 21 year old who's six foot four, third overall pick, and gonna play with some good players in Montreal. So I'm not sure what's going on. If I'm Patrick Kane right now, I've already been on the phone with my management team and saying, what what does my year look like? If I'm Seth Jones, just starting a new deal, a multi year huge money deal. He thought he was going to a rebuilding situation, but he didn't realize it was to that extreme. Um, you know, or Luke Richardson, was he involved in some of these conversations before he accepted the job as a head coach? So, man, there's a lot of moving parts in Chicago right now, Rod. Oh, I, I could sit here and talk with you all day about it. For one, if I got to pick between Kirby Doc or Patrick Kane, I'm taking Doc. It's the start of his career. I watched him in Saskatoon for the few years that he was there. He's a third overall pick. He's a centerpiece guy. Kane's kind of done. but So with so he goes to Montreal. Are you in favor of what Montreal has done uh, with taking Slavoski, uh, Slavkovsky number one overall? Do you like what Ken Hughes is doing there? I really like what he's doing. If you go back to the trades he made uh, in both the Sherratt deal and the Lekkonen deal, he not only got a draft pick, he got a good prospect. And, and Justin Barron being one of them who we've seen play some games now at the right D. And he, he's a good player. Um, and, and so I like that part of it. Um, when he would have known he was, obviously he knew that he had the first pick. When it became Slavkovsky, the addition of Doc 
was in the works and obviously confirmed. So we knew he was getting a second line center. And and you can start docking the three hole. And I'm fine with that, Rod. You've still got Christian Dvorak there to play behind Nick Suzuki. So you can ease him into it a little bit. But being able to add the centerman for the future and the big winger. Now, James Duthie and I had a little running sort of gag going on after the Olympics because we worked the games. And at one point, you know, on Slavkovsky, he looked over at me and said, do you think we're the only guys watching this guy? Like, we have to be up because we're working. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. And because he goes, this guy is the real deal. We kept having these flashbacks to Yager. And if you think about that draft, he went fifth overall. Now, four really good hockey players, Owen Nolan, Peter Nedved, Keith Primo, and Mike Ricci go one through four. All good players. The prize was at number five hole. And when I watched a 17-year-old Yuri Slavkovsky, um, I'm going to place a burden on him. I, that's what I saw. Is, and I saw a young Yager in Pittsburgh when I was in Philly, or in Boston, rather, in the, in the uh, conference finals a couple of times. And so you've added the big winger. You've added the piece to play with Suzuki and potentially Caulfield. You've added a top two or three line center. I really like what Kent Hughes and Jeff Gordon have done in Montreal. Uh, well, as you like, as you've worked in Edmond, you know of hockey. You know there's no surprises. My dad scouted for the Dallas Stars for 26 years. There's no surprises, right? They they're watching everybody. Hey, Pooley, last thing. I'm dealing with a radio station in Timmins, Ontario. They want to carry my commentary. Nice. What do I need to know about what do you What do I need to know about Timmins, Ontario? That what would the listeners? Uh, what do they enjoy? What who are their teams in Timmins, Ontario? Well, the McIntyre Arena, uh, that's where it starts for you. And, and go check out the cafeteria in the McIntyre Arena. We were up a couple of years ago. I was inducted into the Timmins Hall of Fame uh, a couple of years ago. And so we had a nice visit up to Timmins. And what a great old barn with tremendous history. Um, a little split on their allegiances because in the day, you alternated games on Saturday nights. One week you got Montreal and the next week you got Toronto. Well, what, what would that lead to? Obviously is a split in the legions. I'd say probably a little more leaf oriented, um, but a great town. They love their hockey and, uh, and there's good outdoor ice. Yeah, they said, uh, and I was told Ty Cats and Argos fans too. So it's exciting. Uh, absolutely. Pooley, thanks for this. Enjoy the free agency, man. Always good talking with you. Okay, have a great day, Rod. Thanks. TSN NHL insider Dave Poulin checking in here on the eve of NHL free agency. We have a Taco Time viewer takeover coming up. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network. We're live streaming on YouTube, and you can always catch the podcast wherever the best podcasts are found, including Amazon, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It is the RP Show. It is Taco Time. Viewer takeover. $2 tacos at the local Taco Time near you. Means your toughest decision will be what are we what are we picking here? Hard or soft shell? Beef or veggie? Or is the moose? He threw a wrinkle into it. He did. <laughs> Last time we went, he was like, I'll have a bean taco. I'm like, what? Sounds n- not terrible.
So, yeah, $2 tacos at Taco Time. you got to love that place. So it's just me and you for this segment, and then Moose returns in Hour 2, and Sean Reynolds of Rogers Sportsnet Winnipeg will be with us. Um, great hockey talk with Pooley there. I think he got a little confused about the um, radio station in Timmins. They want to carry the commentary that I refer to every day, but I'm not going to Timmins. They just want to carry that commentary. But I want to know who, you know, who are they interested in in that town? Leafs and Habs. <laughs> of course, it's Eastern Canada. Even in Ottawa, it's split between the Leafs and Habs. The big topic in hour one for a lot of you people was the uh, Garrett Marino suspension of the Canadian Football League uh, by the Canadian Football League, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders D lineman. Four games he got. The whole ball of wax, the longest suspension in CFL history for taking out the Ottawa quarterback at the knees and ostensibly ending his season. 10 to 12 games, I think they're saying he'll be gone. And then comments about the quarterback's heritage. Do you, are you, that was in the statement, and, you know, I love my CFL people. I'm like, are you trying to fool us? <laughs> You're saying you made racist comments. One game, that's, what, that's the going rate. So people are saying that he should be released outright. And I think if you're a fan of another team, you're not, you are biased. So you're not allowed an opinion on that. You're just trying to get him out of the league because he is a hell of a player. That's why he's on the Rough Riders in the first place. Metal Shingle Guy writes in at 902-518-3033, and he says he'd be in Edmonton tomorrow if they cut him. That is a fact. Chris Jones don't care. Brian S. says, as for the people who want Marino's potential league discipline to include what he may have said at supper the night before, I hope they have never made an off-color comment after a couple of drinks with friends because then they should also be fired and blackballed from their current professions. I think it was a polygamist who coined the phrase, variety is the spice of life. (laughs) Ha ha! Hope I don't get suspended for life from my job for that comment. How about that? Can, you, can we get how about a how about that? that? How about that? Yeah. Viewer takeover is getting spicy like a taco time burrito. By the way, text World Juniors now to 902-518-3033 in all caps to be entered to win any regular tournament World Juniors game tickets of your choice. Last minute of play in hour one. Last minute of play. We're going to be picking two winners this Friday, and we're going to do it every Friday leading up to the tournament. But uh, join us in Edmonton, Alberta, for the World Juniors August 9th to the 20th. And if you want free tickets, all you got to do is text us and enter the contest. It ain't that hard. Uh, Let me just hit a refresh. I think we've done a pretty good job of straddling the topics here today. NHL free agency, and then, of course, What's going on in the Canadian Football League? From my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat, she says, it's football. People take hits and often are injured. It happens. Yes, but you shouldn't be making racist comments. And that's what I think is the heart of the matter here. So whatever you want to talk about, it'll come up next hour uh, after this break with the Moose. Be right back. 
Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.